When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The name is Mrs. Terhoon. And I'll carry my own bags. Yes, ma'am. Whatever your dignity demands. It's not my dignity that I'm concerned with. Just a proper distance. Catch hands, children. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Allison Arngram, alias Nellie Olson, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, welcome you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television. Is happy to bring you part two of a conversation that began last week with Kenny. Lester, Kenny Lester, the Grammy-nominated singer-actress known around the world for her international hit record from 1962, Love Letters, Straight from the Heart, and as school teacher Hester Sue Terhune on Little House on the Prairie. Kenny's memoir, Kenny Lester, a memoir, is the story of how a young girl from Hope, Arkansas, the youngest of 15 children, not only opened doors for many African-American women, both as a recording artist and as an actress, but overcame many obstacles throughout her life, including a recurring battle with epilepsy with the help of her faith and the values she learned from her family. Kenny's memoir, Kenny Lester, a memoir available Amazon.com and wherever books are sold online. You can follow Kenny Lester on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and KennyLester.com. In part one of our conversation with Ketty Lester, we talked about some of the many angels who helped Ketty one way or another throughout her life and career, one of which was Maya Angelou, one of which was Oprah Winfrey, and another of which was Michael Landon. Michael Landon not only co-starred with Ketty on Little House on the Prairie, he was the producer of the show, as well as one of its principal directors. At the time, Michael Landon first met Ketty. He had cast her in a movie he directed called It's Good to Be Alive about the life and career of Roy Campanella. Landon cast Ketty in that movie at a time when Ketty was not only battling epilepsy but had to keep her epilepsy a secret for fear that it would cost her other roles in television. As we pick up our conversation with Ketty. I was doing the Roy Campanella story. I was playing Roy Campanella's mother. And of course I had become Epileptic. And Ketty discusses what first led her to have epilepsy in Ketty Lester, a memoir. And I've had bad seizures, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when I met Michael, he just started talking, and we just started talking together. I said, Michael, I'm going to tell you something that I haven't told no other director. I said, they don't know it, 
I don't know why I did that, but I'm epileptic. Master said, well, don't worry about it. I think I am, too. But <laughs> I said, oh, no, you're not. Yeah. You're just trying to be funny. And we just talked and talked. But he said, if you have one, I said, if I have one, don't send me to the hospital. He said, what do I do? I told him what to do. Would you believe it? About 10 minutes later, he's getting ready to do my thing, and I go into a seizure. He just holds me like I told him to do. I said, you're not scared of holding people that have fits. I said, you can hold me or you can lay me down on this couch. I said, when I come to, ask me my name. I said, if I can tell you my name straight, I'm all right. I say, if I'm stuttering and going on, you just lay me down on the couch again, go on with the stuff and let me sleep for a little while. I said, because you're going to sleep with epilepsy. He did just that. When the first, when I woke up the first time, I stuttered. He said, she's not ready. Lay down. We'll do some other things. Michael, to me, is one of the finest directors of anybody that we have ever had. And because of that experience on the Roy Campanella movie, he hired you for Little House. But out of the clear blue sky, I finished all the scenes when I said, well, Michael, I thank you for everything, but I better get home now. You better lay down for a little while. He made me lay down until it was time for everybody to go home. Then he said, how would you like to be on Little House? I said, you know I have a problem, Michael. And I said, it's no point in you going into that. I said, you know my troubles. Uh, he said, I didn't ask you that. He said, I asked you, do you want to be on Little House on the press? I said, of course I do. Then be there Monday morning at 5 o'clock. That was it. What was it about Michael Landon that made you feel that you could trust him so, Kitty? When I walked in there, it was like he had known me for ages. We just started talking. And then we would laugh, and, and then we'd tell another joke, and he'd do something else, and it was just a natural thing that happened. I don't know why. Well, as we said before, the Lord moves in mysterious ways sometimes, and he certainly... Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> and that's the way it was with Michael Lester. Ketty Lester's memoir, Ketty Lester, a memoir from Arkansas to Grammy-nominated Love Letters to Little House on the Prairie, is available Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. This is the part of the interview where I ask you about something you did a long time ago, and I pray to God you remember something. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. A couple things. One of the first dramatic TV roles you did, uh, I think you did this after you filmed Uptight. You did an episode of the FBI with Ephraim Zimblist. Yes. And your leading man in that episode was Moses Gunn who you also worked with on Little House. Yes. Do you remember anything about working on uh, the FBI or working with Ephraim Zimbabwe? 
was a, a very talented man, and I think I learned more from him than he learned from me. I was lucky to be in that. I feel. Well, it was a good show to be on because it was one of the top 10 shows. A lot of people watched the FBI. It was a good credit, and it was also a good role because um, I think Moses played a newspaper publisher, and you played his wife. So, again, it was another role of stature. Yes, it was a stature. That's why I say I think I was lucky to be on the show with him because mm-hmm. Moses had done a lot of stuff, you know. Yeah. Tatum, baby, talk? No, I've, I've never heard of it. Are you sure? Yes. John, did you? Tatum, no. Moses was another character who was very particular, you know, about who he played. He always, he also always looked for roles of stature. Right, right. Well, I was just a lucky one. I read for the part, and I assume he felt satisfied with me playing that particular part, and we were just lucky. I just loved being with them. I loved acting with them. Mm -hmm. It was something that was natural about it. You find some people that you can work with that are just you can walk in and there they are. And you feel that this is a natural situation. And I can work with this person. And you go over it and you you see them the way they do other things. And you know then what you can do with them when it comes to your time. One of my favorite actors is David Jansen. You did an episode of his show, Hario, around the, uh, this is maybe around the time you did Little House. You and David Jansen, it, it just, when I watched the film of the, ep- of, of the episode you did together, Ketty, you and Jansen just seemed to click. Uh, can you mix me a banana daiquiri? I can't mix, I just pour. The regular bartender's not here yet. Oh, uh, what do you do regularly? I train that seal. I own this place. Can I talk to you? Don't tell nobody, but we're talking. About Nancy Wayne? Well, what, is she in trouble? Why, you say that uh, like you're not surprised. Because today, everybody want to know about her. Well, where can I find her? Now, why should I tell you that? Because I'm not a bad guy and I'm not a cop. Oh, you're a good guy, huh? Depends on who you talk to. <laughs> well, there's only one place that I know that you might find her. Now, she has a girlfriend that lives over on Canal Place. What's the address? That you'll find out for yourself. Listen, if the regular bartender comes back, um, have a mix of banana daiquiri. <laughs> okay. If you see her, would you tell her I asked about her? Well, like I said, there are some people when you walk in, you know you have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Of that person. 
it's just like the boy that I did, House Party 3. Oh, oh, yeah. That guy. That boy. Oh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. I love Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Yeah. I played his aunt Mm -hmm. that show. And it was a funny show. Yeah. And we were together, and I played comedy then. Mm -hmm. And on that show. So I thought we'd have a little soul food dinner, something I know you people would like. I don't care what you serve, long as ain't Cajun. Whole thing, you don't have no plate. Hey, Lucy, don't worry about him not having no plate. I got planes for him. <laughs> Bernie Mac, I just adored him from the time I met him. He was funny. We played together. He said, I'm going to do a series and I want you to play my mother. I said, I would love to play your mother. Yeah. But the series started. And Bernie got sick. Yeah. And I said, oh, Bernie done forgot old Kitty. And, but he hadn't forgotten me. He'd gotten sick. He died. He died. Yeah. And that's something that have hurt me. I, I, I never did get over. Yeah. Being with Bernie Mack. Why? I don't. Well, I never had a chance to talk to him, but for one, I understand he was a very special man. He was very special. Very special. And I just loved him. I loved the way he did things. I loved being a part of him for some reason. There was just something special about him that I felt like I had lost something when I lost him as a partner in a comedy show. Yeah, as an acting partner, yeah. As an acting partner, I had lost something. Kenny Lester shares many stories about working with Bernie Mac, Moses Gunn, Carol O'Connor, Sammy Davis Jr., Maya Angelou, Dorothy Shea, Betty Corday, Lincoln Mayorga, Michael Landon, and many other great artists that crossed her past throughout her life and career in her memoir, Kenny Lester from Arkansas to Grammy-nominated Love Letters to Little House on the Prairie. Kathy Lester, a memoir available Amazon.com, where books are sold online. You can follow Kathy Lester on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram, as well as KathyLester.com and MissKathyLester.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The only other thing that I remember is that I did this horror movie, our first horror movie. Yeah, Black Killer. Black Killer. Now, I I always tell my friends, and sometimes people will ask, what part did you like better with Kathy Lesson? They said, Black Killer. I said, why would you say that when that was the ugliest part 
of my career. <laughs> I thought I was the ugliest thing in that show. But people, for some reason, loved it. And the man that directed was a black man. William Crane. And it was his first black show that he directed. And they were, it was some kind of makeup they were putting on me. Well, I was very sensitive to makeup. All I wanted them to do was put powder on me so I wouldn't shine before the cameras. Otherwise, I had trouble. My skin is very sensitive. Mm -hmm. But in doing that show, they were putting some kind of greasy stuff on me. And I said, what are you doing? I said, don't put that on. Well, I couldn't talk to them. They weren't paying me no attention. But after they got it on, I went to the director, and he was this black man. I said, how dare you let them put that stuff on me? And he said, I met him not too long ago, and he's uh, it's apologizing to me. <laughs> I said, what are you apologizing to me, Paul? I said, what did I do? He said, you almost knocked me out. <laughs> <laughs> He remembered because it was the right thing. He, he remembered. He <laughs> said it was a whole crazy old movie, and I have been asked about that movie for uh, lots of time. Yeah. Somebody from Europe called me and asked me if they could use the Blackula in the festival over there. I said, you don't ask me. I said, I didn't produce that movie. I said, I was just the woman that became the the, the horror woman. Yeah. And uh, I said, but you don't ask me. You ask the producer. That's right. He said, but we want you because you were the funny person in that movie. And it was, and the, the man that that apologized to me. The director, William Crane. He said, you almost took the show away from the man that played Blackula. That's a really good compliment. I said, how could I have done, uh, could do that? He said, that's, uh, when he bit you and made you the horror woman, and you did that scene where I ran down the hall. And the man that had me in the, I had died or something like that. But it's a crazy old movie. But I ran down the hall and bit the man and killed the man. Yes, and that man and that scene in the movie was played by Elisha Cook Jr. And he said, that scene almost took the whole movie away from Blackula. Yeah. And Blackula was a stage. Yeah, William Marshall. 
William Marshall did the great old type things. He he did great plays. He did those kind of no, things. No, all the classics. Yeah, he was a he was a classically. He was a classical actor. Yeah. I said, how am I gonna beat him? He said, you almost took that show away from him with that one stupid scene. Well. <laughs> Man, you scared the hell out of me. Where did you come from? Are you all right? What the hell are you run in front of my cab for? Can't you see, man? You ain't hurt, man. But you lucky. Chasing tail could get you killed, you know. I lost it because of you. Imbecile. Imbecile? Who the hell you calling an imbecile? You're the nut that ran in front of my cab. You're the only imbecile on this street. I'm going to tell you, Kenny. I'm going to tell you. You know, it goes back to something we said a little while ago in our conversation. You've always had a presence as an actress. Whether it's a big role or, you know, a small role, you've always given it your all and you've always made an impression on people. So that's probably... So when he said you almost stole the movie... From William Marshall? Yeah, I could believe that. I didn't understand it at all, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But it's just one of those things that happens. And it's one of the many stories that Ketty shares in her wonderful book, Ketty Lester, A Memoir from Arkansas to Grammy-nominated Love Letters to Little House on the Prairie. Ketty Lester, A Memoir available amazon.com wherever books are sold this is going to sound like a cliche Ketty, but it's true reading your book makes me feel like you're sitting at a table with me talking to an old friend well that's the way i feel i am an old friend of yours and i'm an old friend of people who love to hear about good things, I say. I love acting. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't know what it is. But Ketty will tell us the story of how she first discovered the joy of acting when she was a young girl. We'll also learn about the backstory of love letters and how Ketty's hit record of love letters almost came by accident. We'll talk about that and more when we continue our conversation with Grammy-nominated singer-actress Ketty Lester when we come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.